the saints that we celebrate have a, a, a nice overlapping with what we've heard in the first letter of St. John that we've been reading through during these days of Christmas. Uh, John has two really great clear themes uh, and we're only just in, in, in his, the second chapter of this letter. But on the one hand, John is wanting to make sure that the flock understands rightly the relationship between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we would hear all of this and understand it in terms of the whole doctrine of the Trinity that, that, we, that we know well, that the Father is truly God, that the Son is truly God, but also through his incarnation truly man, and that the Holy Spirit is that bond of love between them, and he too is fully God. But when John is writing here, there are, there are those who deny the, the true sonship of Jesus, deny his divinity, and look to separate father and son. And so John says today, whoever denies the father and the son, this is the antichrist. And if you deny the son, then you get rid of the father. How can you have a father without, without a son? And, but conversely, whoever confesses the son as eternal son has the father as well. So John is just wanting to make sure that we understand the, the inner life of God as he's revealed it. And there were those who, who said to, to the early Christians, you, you don't have all the truth, but we have teachers that will lead you into that truth, these false teachers. And so John says to them today, children, you don't need anyone else to try to teach you all of this. And that, that, that doesn't mean you don't need the church. What he means is you do not need these false teachers who will only lead you astray. You've received the anointing through the Holy Spirit and you're, you stay in, in that truth. So the amazing thing is that in the late 300s, the middle to late 300s, the church is still not yet in a place where all of these early heresies have, have been cleared up and, and, and gotten rid of. They're, they're still active and they always pop up uh, in every generation in their own way. But Saints Basil and Gregory, they were still in a place where they're having to teach the authentic doctrine of, of the Trinity and they paid a price for it. Um, in Constantinople at the time, there were more Arians than there were true Christians. And so it, it reminds us of the need to always keep coming back to these core truths. The church always needs to keep teaching them clearly. But when we think maybe that the, that the church is like, oh gosh, the church is in a place that she, it's like it's so bad now, it's never been this bad. It's been this bad. It's been worse. Uh, imagine going into one of the, the most important centers of the Christian faith and finding that there were more who adhered to heresy than to the authentic faith. The church, but the Lord, he gets us through it. And in the midst of it all, he raises up great saints like Basil and Gregory. And so um, there's just, there's, it's good that we know our history because when we know our history, then we're, we're able to be in a greater place of, of peace with everything in terms of, okay, Lord, what do we need to be doing? But also we know that you are at work and through your Holy Spirit, you're gonna keep the church where she needs to be. And so 
The other great thing in the midst of all that John opens up in his letter, which we see beautifully in the life of Saints Basil and Gregory, is it's not just having right doctrine about God, but when we have that, our love of neighbor is where it needs to be. And the two are so interconnected. And we see that in, in the lives of these two great saints, an incredible awareness of the dignity of the human person and how that must lead the church to provide especially for brothers and sisters in need. And that's what we have in John's letter. How can you say that you love the God that you don't see when you do not love the brother that you do see? So in a beautiful way, love of God will lead, it's meant to lead to that right love of neighbor. And so all of this in John's letter that, we, that we're opening up, but seen beautifully in, in the lives of the saints that we, we remember today. So we ask for their, their prayers for us today.